What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 148 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. Sup, dude? Happy New Year. It is. It is a good, good New Year. I'm, I'm very excited uh, for, you know, basically everything that's happened in the last year. I'm, I'm you know, very grateful for everyone for sticking around and all that good stuff but uh so where are we where are we at man what are we doing uh with the new year means we get irl events back uh san diego is this weekend uh true we're talking a little bit about that today not really quite talking about results but maybe some expectations um we also have our circuit starting back up this week uh both Mm -hmm. the dojos and our first rumble is also this weekend uh, we'll touch on the changes to that setup uh, here in a little bit because there's some things that changed. Uh, a lot of little things here and there, but for the most part, it's kind of the same. You play in yeah, events, so... you earn points. Uh, it's just what those points mean and how you how much you get and how many you need is what matters. So I think it's appropriate just to uh, jump right in because I think this is going to be... Uh, something a lot of our communities can be very excited about, and uh, having it here at the top of the show also means that it's going to bring in a lot of people too, right? Yeah, people. That's people. Idea. People are here right now. <laughs> no one's left yet. <laughs> so, uh, for those who are new to the community, who are new to our content and everything, um, in the past we have ran seasons of invitationals. Um, this is going to be our third season. It's obviously going to be the first one for Scarlet and Violet. Um, in the past, they've been like six month series. This is gonna we're cutting that back to be a three month uh, event, so that players are like less likely to be burnt out by the end of it. Yeah, that um, was a, I a think, big problem last yeah. year. I think I think being able to uh, really incentivize people to continue to play throughout the entire three months is a big part of it. Um, in the past, we also had paid events. We're moving away from paid events and doing all free events, but. So then the question is, Carter, if everything is free, how do I qualify for the Invitational? Uh, we're moving to a point-based system, kind of like what we did for uh, the last couple, where we've had you know your points which qualify you for the last X spots of the, the Invitational, right? Uh, this time, it is just a threshold you have to meet. Yep. So uh, in the past, I think it's been like six or eight slots that we've devoted just to... Uh, the top point leaders of the the season. And instead, we're now moving it to 40 points is the bare minimum you need to be able to qualify for the Invitational. Um, right. There's two different ways to earn points uh, through our uh, Rumbles, which are like Swiss-based events, and then through our Dojo, uh, which is you know a, a weekly best-of-three event that we run, yeah. uh, where you play one best-of-three you earn points for playing. So um, the dojo is very simple. It's something that Aaron has been running for a while. It's going to be something that we continue to run. Um, you sign up every Monday. Pairings get put up on Wednesday. In the next week, you play whoever you're paired up with. Winner gets four points. Loser gets one point. You earn points. Yep. Super, super simple. Which um, ten, 10 dojo wins gets you in. Um, and so there's... For essentially four weeks, we're running it for like three months, but it's actually just twelve weeks. Mm-hmm. So it because February's in there, it the weeks are weird. 
Yep. There's so, five, I think there's five weeks in February and then three weeks in um in like there's five weeks in January, three in February, and then it kind of bleeds into March. Yes, that it's sounds weird. correct. It's weird. But it ends up being twelve dojos, which is which is the important thing. Yep. So uh ten and two in just dojo matches qualifies you for the uh for the invitational. Uh, but let's say that you go nine and three. How are you going to earn those last few points? Uh, we're also going to run our rumbles, which are going to be six events held on Saturdays uh, every other week from this Saturday till you know twelve it's, weeks. I from think now. it's the end of March. Yeah, that sounds correct. That would make sense. You know who um, would know the calendar on the website. Correct. Correct. Um, so. The winner of the Rumble earns 20 points, so winning two Rumbles qualifies you for the Invitational, if that's how you want to do it. Um, obviously, that is very doable. There's six events. That's possible. Uh, the more likely outcome is some combination of like Rumble entries and like top cuts in those, plus Dojo wins equals a path to the Invitational. Yeah. That's the, that's the idea. The expectation is you play in a couple rumbles, you earn some points that way. You may not always do really well in the rumbles. Sometimes you have an off day, you get a couple points there. You do decently in the dojo, maybe get seven or eight wins. You eventually get to 40. That's yep. the idea. We wanted this to be more inclusive and and still easy to obtain, but we want you to participate throughout the season in all of these events. Historically, uh, something we've had a problem with is... Our paid events had very low turnout, and as a result, uh, were easier competition, per se, because there's less people to play. Yeah. Um, and that was your best shot of, you know, earning a spot in the Invitational, because, well, if there's only eight people who show up, and I play well enough, that's an easy spot in. But, exactly. Um, because we're moving away from paid events, I'm hoping that the, the Rumble's bring in more people to play and therefore are able to pay out more points because points are going to be based on your top cut. So yeah. more people who play the larger top cut, the more people earn points. Exactly. Your first, second, third, fourth, those are pretty much locked up every mm -hmm. time we play. Um, first one obviously is uh, first place is half your po total points you'll need for the season. Yep. It's 20. Uh, second place gets you 15. So you would need to do two seconds plus a dojo win or two. Uh, third place would be 12, kind of the same thing. Fourth is 10. Um, and then outside of that, if there's no rest of Top Cut, if Top Cut is top four, everyone else gets two points. Regardless of if you're sixth or fifth or last, it's two points all the way down. But if we can get more people into those Top Cut spots, then fifth through eight get eight points. If we get even more people, top 16... 9 through 16th is 6 points, and it's so on and so on. Uh, I believe I have it capped at top 32, because if we get anything bigger than a top 32, we're in trouble. I would be impressed, yes. <laughs> I would be very impressed if we get anything larger than a top 32. Uh, if we if we start running, you know, uh, like, open-style events where we're, we're running our own regionals every weekend. <laughs> like, if, like, if we get to that point where it's Anything, like I believe at what's what's the cap for? Uh, I think that's like one twenty eight. Yeah, like if no. we get to one hundred and twenty eight players, that would be <laughs> awesome for us because we're I not would... used to that. 
I would be more than impressed, uh, um, to put it very simply. I don't remember but, what the PCI does, what their cutoff is for top cuts and things like that. I have no idea. Um, um, but so I the plan as of now, um, ovens are going to be on Saturdays. It's best of one Swiss into best of three top cut uh, based on attendance. So... Uh, you know, if there's 16 players, that means four rounds of Swiss into a top cut of, what, eight people, I think, is what we're doing. Um, Something like that, yeah. All because we're, you know, playing the same formats as, like, your your regionals and everything. We want these to be good experience for regionals. They are going to be open team sheets. Um, everything Which... is going to be on cart, so make sure that either you have access to the team sheet of the rental you're using, or you have your team built on cart and have the team sheet available for that as well. I'll tell um, you for free, open team sheet for rentals is super duper easy. You literally go into showdown and copy everything you see on the rental screen. Yep. 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 It's that simple. It's really that simple. Yep. I'm you currently... can, the, the rental, uh, like whenever you grab the rental, just that screenshot. That that's all you need. That's your yeah. open team sheet. That's it. That's all it is. Um. Uh, so yeah, this is very exciting. I'm very excited to get back into this. Um. Season two didn't go great for us, and I'm very excited to get back into this, especially after how much our our community has grown from the uh, player draft league and everything else. I'm really hoping that the these rumbles do really well. So, um. Invitational, we will obviously figure out more about that event in the future. Um, that is something that we are still working on, like finalizing it and everything. Um, but that will most likely be Saturday plus Sunday of a weekend. Um, historically, we've done like uh, double elimination, but yeah. not quite sure. Not quite sure what we're going to do yet because we don't know how many people are going to qualify. Um, I think that's that's a big part of it. So. Yeah, um, if we get a bunch of people in, double elimination will go by faster mm -hmm. than um, overall. Okay, so I'm looking at what the PCI does for their top cuts. They don't go past 32. Oh, okay. So we might we might just cap it at top 32. Yeah, that's fine. In the event we ever hit like 64 players, then we'll just do a top 32 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just we'll just cap it at thirty top thirty two. If we if we ever day. hit over sixty four players, we'll figure it out then. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, this is going to be very exciting. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. And as as this episode goes up, um, I'm assuming signups for this Saturday's event will be live. Yep, it'll uh, be live Monday morning. Cool, well, cool, cool, cool. When cool, this cool. goes up, or a little bit after this goes up. Might be sooner than that. I don't know yet. Yeah. Depends on how much free it, time I have tonight. Uh, legitimately, it could be down in the the show notes, like in the description of this video, if you're listening on YouTube or whatever. So, yep. Uh, All the information. I, I do. We do need to add the caveat that you need to be in our Discord server to be able to receive pings of the event going on. Um, that link is always down in the description of the video. Of uh, the podcast, however you are listening to this, that description—it's always done in the description. You have to be in the Discord to be able to play in this event. If you are not, you will be dropped. Yeah, um, unfortunately, it's just ease of access for us because there is no ping system like we had on Battlefy. 
Yep. Like battle fight, we can get away with it because I can just ping people and it's fine. Or the round will ping for the next round and things like that. For limitless, I don't have that option. I will, and I need to be like ever vigilant on keeping track of that stuff. And so if I can't get a hold of you or you can't talk to me, we're going to have a problem. Um, I do also want to add that um, as point totals come in, that is going to be updated on the website, uh, lrlessons.com. If you have questions about like what the what the Invitational is or anything else, uh, the FAQ is there as well. As we get closer to the Invitational, that will be updated to include details about the Invitational. Um, our calendar for events is also up on the website. So if you're ever curious of, hmm, is there an event this weekend? Go check the website. Go check the website. Yep. Website has or, everything you need. And hear me out on this. Be a part of the Discord, and you'll get pinged on Monday when we have events going up. That is also <laughs> it's, a good it's way to know. It's that simple. It's really, really simple. If you are interested in playing at events, we will provide them to you. It's funny. I have the invitational set up for me April Fool's Day with how everything <laughs> fell. Fun fact, that's my parents' anniversary. Well, there you go. So, uh, that I think is like a good, you know, few minute rants about, uh, about the circuit and what's going Did to happen here. Did you talk about what the formats will be as we go through this? It'll always be whatever the official format is. I actually, I actually hadn't mentioned that. I'm glad you did. Um, so yeah, Because we changed one... formats after like about a quarter of the way through. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, series one ends at the end of February, uh, at the end of January. Yes. Um, so as of now, we have an event on the 7th, the 21st, and then the 4th will be series two. Yep. So, so the, the 4th, have, the 18th. You'll have a couple of days to build your teams. <laughs> yep. <laughs> will be one of the first events for series two. Good luck. <laughs> That's the it'll same be cool weekend. Because it'll be, Is that the same weekend as Orlando? I think so. I think and I have then... it set up to where it's uh, every almost all of our events are lined up on a VGC weekend. Uh, Knoxville's the twenty fifth, and we don't have one that weekend. Yeah, because we have the one the eighteenth. Yep. And the only reason I know that date off the top of my head is because I'm going. <laughs> have you decided if you're flying or driving yet? I I I don't know. I think we're gonna end up driving, but if you drive, I might go with you. the The problem is, is we're going for a week. I I will take a week off from work. I'll go find a different place to stay. I don't yeah, care. I, don't, I, I just, I don't know yet. Um, flights aren't bad, but because we're going for the week, I would really like to be able to have a car a and not have to rent for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It's like what you say, like, do you save because you flew down and then rented a car for a week or take ubers everywhere or yeah that's that's the that's, thing that's it's always like, a thing right so i don't know plus i really don't know what we're doing yet i don't know when we're leaving or anything else i, don't, I will I tell don't you know. it'll be cold yeah who cares <laughs> all i know is i can't go to dollywood like i planned because they're closed yep it's winter time it's I'm, I'm so mad Jay and, and Josh and I were so pumped to go to Dollywood, and then I had to I had to message Josh. I'm just like, they're not open. Womp, womp. <laughs> I'm, I'm so mad, but whatever. Um, so speaking of events, this yeah. weekend is San, San Diego. Diego. I'm excited. 
I'm excited for IRL events to come back because I I am too, man. It has been so freaking long. Like I've been I've been kind of spying on the TCG events when they pop up on YouTube, and I kind of like check them out every once in a while. Like viewership is in the tank. <laughs> Well, like I, I don't know. I was just like because I don't know if it's because it's just VG. It's not. It's not VGC. It's just Go and TCG, and they have very like I don't know what it is about TCG. Watching TCG on YouTube or Twitch is abysmal, dude. And like this is this is the same problem we had with Magic coverage. Unless you are like ingrained in the culture and like know everything, it is impossible to follow. Yeah, because you like. You can pop up the cards and have the image on the screen of, like, what you're talking about. But that helps you know one out of 60 cards. And, and, and like, sometimes was... it's just, like, it's the alt art and not the actual art because it's a fancy card. It's one of the, like, rare cards. Perfect, perfect example. RCSV. I believe there are four printings of that card. Wow. I, I think there's the regular, the promo, the alt art, and the full art. I'm pretty no sure there's four. I, I don't I don't think there's five. I don't think there's a gold. I know there's a gold of the V star, but I don't think there is of the V. But um, you also have to like like when you're on screen, you're looking at a picture probably no bigger than this on a on a on a fairly large screen, trying to see like what picture is that? Is that Arceus V is an Arceus V star trying to follow along with what's going on it's hard magic was the it, it same really way is. it's really it, hard uh they all play with sleeves sleeves reflect light it, they have glare so it's even harder to tell what's going on um yep it's whereas VGC just... is nice because it tells you on the screen what's happening <laughs> so i i really love the TCG i really do um if like I wasn't fully in in like involved in Sword and Shield, I would be playing the TCG. I would I would figure out something to play. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, I am in a position where uh, my girlfriend works at an LGS and we have a very large collection, um, and like we have decks to play. And sh- she was talking to her boss, and she's like, "Hey." Uh, if I figure out what I want to play, can I just, like, take stuff from your collection to play it? It's like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, so just, like, yeah, that's just one of the perks. It's like, you have access to the stuff as long as it ends up back where it's supposed to, it's fine. And uh, so I think I think she is going to play. She is actually going to play in Knoxville, and I'm very excited for her. Oh, well, that would be great. Um, I think she said, regardless of what happens, she's going to play Malamar. So, like... I'm also very excited about that because it was her first deck that I built for her. Uh, it was like 20 bucks and we have turned it into much more than $20. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some of the pretty, pretty cards that you can find for those. Dude. So there's a, there's a new like limited like print set that is sh- uh, similar to like shining fates was where it's like, you can only get it in ETBs. Uh-huh. Uh, and in there, there's an like, alt art cynthia's ambition and it looks amazing and i uh, love it i've seen this okay yeah i have seen that card uh and they're like a hundred some dollars right now jeez <laughs> but dude they're so freaking pretty 
Um, but I'm, I'm not sure if that is going to be out in English by the time Knoxville is around. I don't know when that set actually comes out. I don't know. Um, but yeah, she's she's pretty much locked in what she's playing. She called me yesterday because uh, she went and played Locals on Saturday. And she called me. She's like, man, I screwed up. I misplayed because I haven't played this forever. She's like, I'm mad That's about fine. it. I'm like, look, <laughs> this is this is why you start prep two months in advance. Exactly. So you make these mistakes now and not at a regional when it could actually cost you. Like, losing at a local is no big deal. <laughs> there's there's nothing on the line here. It will be okay. Yeah. Um, like, that, but, that's fine. So, yeah, the TCG is tanked viewerships. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited for, like, eyes to get back on to, like, Pokemon as a game just because the VGC just brings in people in general to for watch sure. it. Like, you don't even have to, like, enjoy the game. People come to watch it just to watch it. Because and, and, dude, and that people... bleeds into the other into the other games like in downtime because it's just like you're watching the VGC. Oh, they're on break. Let's go see what Go's doing. Let's go see what you, doing. And like, here's the thing: if you've ever played a Pokemon game, you can follow the like VGC. It's obviously going to be a little more complicated than you remember back in Red and Blue. Yeah, there's going to be a thousand new Pokemon, but like, Literally. still, <laughs> you can you can figure out what's going on. Yeah. You're like, hmm, that giant fish thing is attacking really hard. <laughs> it got plus whatever, plus whatever earlier, and it hits really hard. And, like, I know how stat boost work. This is fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's it's really cool to, um, like, my, I've had, I've had people reach out and they're like, hey, uh, what's this VGC thing about? I'm like, oh, Billy, do I have? Uh, if only I knew a guy. <laughs> let, let me tell you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's really awesome. I have a couple different buddies who um, are looking to go to to Knoxville and everything to play as well. So I'm good. Um, so before we get to Knoxville, though, we have what is there two series two uh, two series one events. And then um, Orlando is going to be Series 2? Orlando is, I know, Series 2. I know there's San Diego. Is there anything in between San Diego and Orlando? I don't remember. <laughs> what I'm looking for right now. I also am pulling it up. What do you got for me, Victory Road? Let's see. There is nothing in between San Diego and Orlando. Okay, so it's San Diego, then Orlando, and then... Oh, Knoxville. no, that's that's a lie. That's a lie. There's no U.S. ones. Oh. Um, Liverpool is the 21st. Is that... So that'll be Series 1. Yes. And then uh, Orlando will be Series 2. Yes. Uh, is there anything between or uh, Orlando and Knoxville? Um, no, there is a uh, EU event the same reason re, uh, the same date as uh, Knoxville. We'll have extra data to cover then. Got it. <laughs> yes. Um, and I believe that's all I'm seeing right now. Okay. 
So, series one, we've been in it for about essentially a month and a half. We kind of got it leaked a little yep. early. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and I've liked where the format's gone. Uh, there's I this have cool Terra, like Terra rock paper scissors thing happening. Have you seen what's happening with Terra types? <laughs> yes, yes, so, I have. The big ones are like. I am Terra Steel Hydreigon was great, and Sylveon was kind of the answer. And then they, it's like, oh, they Terra Steel it, so now I can't do anything to it. Well, now I'm going to be Terra Fire Sylveon because I resist Steel, and I'm going to be able to hit the Hydreigon super effectively. Uh, they figured out Terra Blast was a really good move. Who knew? Uh, especially on Sylveon. But then. Hydreigon's like, well, I can do that too. I'm a Terra Fire. Now what are you going to do? Because now I resist both your fire and your fairy type. Mm-hmm. Now Sylveon's Terra Water. <laughs> uh, and so now it's like you Terra Water to hit the Terra Fire Hydreigons, but you also still resist the Terra Steel Hydreigons that would be attacking you normally. Which is hilarious. Yep. And so now the, the the question is: Does Hydreigon go to Terra Electric and play Terra Blast to beat the Terra Water Sylveons? <laughs> it's it's this fun little just triangle of rotations because they can't go to Terra Poison. Terra Poison doesn't do anything. Correct. Terra uh, Poison lets you hit Sylveon effectively, but like it's it's just neutral damage. You're yeah. not you're not okoing it like you were with Terra Steel into. Sylveon or Terra Fire into whatever. But mm-hmm. and so it's just like they could go um I don't think Hydreigon gets any kind of grass coverage whatsoever. So it is Terra Electric is the only like thing to go with Terra Blast, or they just go in Terra Grass with Terra Blast. Which Terra uh, you grass... said for Sylveon? Yeah. Sylveon gets Trailblaze. So no, uh, Hydreigon doesn't have any grass coverage. This is the answer. Oh, to Hydreigon, Hydreigon, got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, Hydreigon gets Thunderfang, if I remember right. That's interesting. I don't want to play wave. physical Hydreigon though. I think those are the only two electric moves Hydreigon gets: is Thunder Wave and Thunderfang. So you would have to run Terra Blast, which is fine. Yep, that is correct. Uh, grass, you get none. So like either way, you're running Terra Blast. Yeah. Which, um, then it becomes just like, is that worth it? You could go back to Terra Steel, but you're not hitting it super effectively anymore. Like, you're not hitting it with super effective damage. So it's just like, is that worth it? Because it's going to be hitting you for neutral with Terra Blast Water. I don't know. It's just a fun thing to think about. It's just like, oh, well, this nice little rotary of Terra types is happening. And once you go Terra Electric, the Sylveons go Terra Ground with Terra Blast, and then you can go back to doing but whatever. But see, here's here's the thing: uh, Terra Ground doesn't do anything into Hydreigon. I know you're immune. So no, like, you just want to be immune to theirs. Yeah, yeah. That's what Sylveon. Sylveon can just sit there and still click the Fairy move and be fine, mm-hmm. because they're no longer going to be immune to uh, resistant to Fairy. That's that's the thing: is Sylveon wins that Terra with Terra Water. Sylveon wins most of the time. You just mm-hmm. want to be able to be um, at least have something to answer it on Hydreigon's part, but Sylveon doesn't need to answer it. They can two-shot you and be fine. Yeah, I, I was scrolling through Twitter 
And there is, I, I saw someone who posted like a, a team sheet for an event they were playing today, and they were playing Terra Rock Sylveon. Interesting. Which I, I think that is really interesting. The like the problem is is like you don't check Garchomp then, like. Yeah, you kind of can't. And, and like you're still weak to steal that way. Um, Which so I don't. Fact, I, I don't know. Terra Steel is the pop- most popular Terra type, I believe, in any in any other type. So. Yep, I would. You're, you're going to run into it or Terra Fire more often than not. It's it's like steel is one of the best types in the game or something, and so Who anything knew being having able to turn ten into... resistances and an immunity would be good. <laughs> and like it's it's obnoxious. I love steel types. I I do think they need another nerf. Um, what could we do and, to nerf steel? I don't think we could think of anything. Oh, Make it weak to water. And water already resists it, so water already yeah, I, beats it. I think I think that's like the most logical, like real world application thing you could do is water rust steel, and so therefore you can make steel weak to it. Um, um steel resists dragon. Steel resists. Uh, I think you could also remove the resistance to to dragon. I think no, I'm that, one, that, that one that one needs to kind of stay because it's just like. Sword and shield, knight beats the dragon, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that 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 is that is one of the big checks to dragon is steel types. Like you have fairy, but fairy isn't that great. <laughs> so it's just like steel is a is a terra steel is the strongest terror is the strongest terror type in the game. Period, hands down. There's no there's no debate to it. Man. That, Steel would have to drastically be changed to to get something else. I think Terra Fire is like the second best right now. I think there's an argument you could like remove the psychic resistance. That seems fine. But like looking at it, I think you could make it weak to water, and I think you can remove the psychic weakness, and I think that balances it quite a bit. Do you remember Gen Two Steel? It was stupid. Let's it did everything. Let's dark and ghost, too. It was just like... Oh. <laughs> Dude, here's the thing. That was the thing till Gen 6. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, all right, well, steel's not good enough. We have to nerf it. But let's also make another type weak to it. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, my my big hot take <sighs> is we're going to see a ton of Terra Steel at San Diego. Yeah, That's 100%. Gonna be- if you if you go through and just count all of the Pokemon on their Terra types, Terra Steel will probably come out on top. Yep, I agree. Um, I do think my hot take for this event is Don Dozo Tatsugiri is going to be very popular for day one, and it's not going to translate to teams in day two. I I think that there is a lot of things that beat Don Dozo, and I think a lot of people are going to be prepared for it anticipating it to be popular at this event because here's here's the thing the mons that beat don zozo do other things that's not their only role so like the one of the biggest things i think is still super underexplored is unaware skeledurge because you have access to Terra, you can change your type to be able to resist every hit coming out from Dondozo. 
because this is open team sheet, you're aware of what types they're going to be able to tear it into. So, like, you're going to be able to figure out what your best on Dozo answer is. Like, there's this really popular rest talk set running around to be able to beat uh, Amoongus. But here's the thing. Your attacks on that set are Wave Crash and Earthquake. It's like, you just tear it into something that, like, let's see, what what can you do? There's no, there's nothing that resists both water and ground, right? I'm not crazy. Um... Grass, I think, is the one thing that is uh, that resists both water and ground. Grass does. Yes, 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 yes. So you can just turn mono grass, and like now you resist both. Um, you're able to put them to sleep, and like they can't do anything to you. So like I don't know. Um, uh, you can haze them. You have unaware Pokemon. There's there's a lot of things that you're just like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like cat or make <laughs> make them commit their Terra to it, and then you're just like, okay, whatever. Yep, and then you I, answer I the Terra. Then you're able to just deal with the Terra type, and it's fine. Um, yeah, I think you're a little bit out of the loop. A lot of the Dondozos have started to go Terra flying in response to these Terra grass Terra types. Um, yeah, which I mean, I've I've seen it. I've it, ran it into doubles, it. It doubles. It has a double purpose too, because it makes you immune to fissure and opposing earthquake. But the the fissure is the big thing because the Dondozo mirrors are the problem. That's the part that people aren't liking <laughs> because they take forever, uh, and so people started running fissure on Dondozo, and it's optimal. It, it actually is optimal because you can win games that way. I haven't seen that, and now I'm mad. Uh, I I talk about it a little bit in the deep dives when I when I touch on Dondozo. Is Dondozo is probably one of the best things to play with right now because the teams that are playing Dondozo are literally playing Dondozo Tatsugiri, and then four other mods. That they, there's no extra help you need to give Dondozo Tatsugiri because there's not going to be anything else in the field when those two are together. So you get to play with team select uh, advantage because they have to respect the Dozo. Mm -hmm. They have to respect respect on Dozo. And instead, you can just have four other really good Mons that they all have to check and respect. And so you get to find team's weak points, especially in a best of three. It, like, it forces opponents to really adapt really hard. And just like Colossal, if it happens to be, oh... You got me this game. Well, now you got to think about: Do I just bring Dondozo and run it again? Do I change my game plan? Whereas a lot of these teams, where they have to play Skeledurge, they have to play Masquerada, they don't get that kind of flexibility. Like the yep. teams, they need more support because they're a single mod. They're not going to. They're going to have a partner on the field, and that partner has to help them, or they have to play together well. Like you don't want double fire weakness. You don't want double water weakness, and things like that. Which yep, Terra helps 100%. that a little bit, but I I do think Dondozo is going to have a lot of day one. We'll see it a ton day one. It'll have it'll there'll be a lot of drop off to day two. It'll probably have one of the worst conversion rates of the of the event. I still think Dondozo wins San Diego though. If 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 it doesn't win San Diego, it will be in the finals. 
I don't know, man. I really don't. Like, a lot of what, like, Dondozo's good at is it's it applies so much pressure at team select that your opponent has to respect it. Even through open team sheet, you get to see, as the Dondozo player, what are their answers to my Dozo? Can I beat this Pokemon? And, and that that is a, a big part of it, is, like, you're able to see what they have for it, and, like, the games is not good, you just don't bring it. Exactly. Imagine like if that... we had open team sheets in Sword and Shield era for Colossal. Imagine yeah. how good that thing would have been on top of that. Like, yep. Colossal was good, mainly due to the fact that, like, you people were practiced with it, they could play around their weaknesses for it and things like that. People knew what to look for. Um, in this, in this game, because we have terror types, there's that hidden element, that hidden information. Well, now that's not hidden anymore. Now we know, mm -hmm. Hey, these are the moves they have. This is what they can hit for my dozo super effectively. I have this terror type. I can dodge these things. So I just have to focus on getting that Mon taken care of, or I have to focus on avoiding that Pokemon. And so now Don Dozo has a leg up over everybody. I think we'll see a lot of Hayes, um, Gengar, Hayes, Murkrow, uh, Hayes, Palafin will probably be up and around. Um, mainly just because all those Pokemon are very fast. They can carry Scarf safely. Um, in the case of Murkrow, it has Prankster Hayes. Uh, I think it's the only Prankster Hayes, if I'm right, in this gen. That sounds correct, yes. Um, I think Goldengo will be terrible. <laughs> Because everything is Terra Steel or Terra Fire or is a Garchomp. <laughs> yeah. Um That'll be yeah. a lot of that'll be a lot of the problems. I think I think Goldango peaked a little too soon. Um there are still some cool things you can do with Goldango. Uh Terra Fairy is really cool because it does get Dazzling Gleam. Its coverage move pool is very deep. Um but I think Goldango's gonna be one of the low points. It's probably the lowest it's been since the start of Series 1. Yeah, I, I think I think I agree with that. Um, I'm trying to think of other things to think about. Oh, Intimidate will be very popular again. Intimidate's going to be good again. Mm -hmm. um, it's already trending upwards as it is because everyone's dropping the clear amulets and things like that. Um, just for more damage because... People have figured out, hey, I know how to live these hits. Well, now they have to calc for Life Orb, or they have to calc for Choice Band, or have to calc for Terra Ground, and things like that. So I expect I expect Intimidate to be good again. Uh, it's already on the rise. I expect it to do well. Tauros, I think the Tauros Aqua Breed, is that what it's called? Is that how they define the uh That sounds correct, yes. Um, I think Aqua Breed's going to probably be the one of the breakout Pokemon of this, of this event. Um, I think, um, try to think of other good intimidators right now. I think Gyarados will pop up a little bit more, uh, mainly due to the fact that people will be bringing Mouscarada and Skeledurge as Dondozo answers and, uh, Terra flying Gyarados answers both of those very cleanly. Mm hmm. You got anything else you want to talk about for San Diego? I think that the double dragon core is still very good. 
Um, Hydreigon, Garchomp, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I think I think it has fallen off quite a bit on ladder from what I've seen. Uh, I I haven't played against it in quite a while. I blame Baxcalibur and Nondozo. I I think Baxcalibur is an interesting Pokemon. Um, man, I I really do think that Haze is going to be important for this weekend. Um, I I think that Haze clear smog stat reset of some sort. Yeah. Because, just because like, Dozo is so good, and everybody not, else. Not only happy. that, man. It's just like I think the the number of people who are just gonna like have random tech pieces of like, oh, I have a sword stance here, or a dragon dance here, or a calm mind, or it's just like, all right, well, none of that matters. You wasted a turn. Thanks. Or here's a belly drum. Good luck. I think like, part oh, of the setup okay. meta is you like people know when they have it and when they don't now. Mm-hmm. And so, things like Haze will be known about, and so you, at you as a setup player, kind of get to play around that a little bit easier. Like, oh, this thing has Haze. I shouldn't click the setup move in front of it most of the time unless I can knock it out this turn or next turn before it gets to do it. It's like um, that's why I was saying like things like Gengar and Palafin will probably be more popular because they can like carry Scarf and can threaten that very fast haze, but is mm-hmm. it prankster? Yep, I agree. So we'll see things like that probably more. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's it's very interesting and I'm very, very excited for for this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I'm, ex- I, I'm excited I, for our data because because Limitless picks up the team sheets for us. We don't have to mm-hmm. gather the data anymore. <laughs> yep. It'll all be there on Limitless, and it'll be so nice. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I'm very excited for it. Ow. That hurt. Sorry, listeners. I smacked the desk with my knee. That hurt. <laughs> Trying to sit up. Don't, don't do that. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what comes out of San Diego. I, I'm... I'm I'm ready for the weird things to pop up because like everyone now that we had like we knew IRL events were coming back so everyone's keeping their text kind of hidden. I feel like I feel like all of the events leading up to this have just been like people testing things. Uh and now we'll start to see like the really weird things, the really cool terra types and some not so commonly used mons and things like that. Yeah, I think I think it'll be really cool. Um I don't know, man. I think I think there's a lot of really interesting tech that's going to ha- it's going to pop up this week and we're going to have a really lot we're going to have a lot to talk about next week and I'm very excited for it. Yeah, we're going to have so much to talk about. But yeah, that's I mean, that's what I've got. Yeah, I was trying to think if there's anything else that I could think about that's going to happen this weekend and I don't think there possibly could be like anything like crazy off the wall. I'm trying to think of like what maybe we see Tinkaton finally do something. Hell yeah, brother. Sign me up. Like that's, that's all I want in this world. That's like the big thing I could think of. Is Tinkaton maybe makes I an appearance. Want. Um, but beyond that, I'm not sh- quite sure 
you know it's just like any, mm-hmm. it's it's the first event of the year anything's possible anything and everything's possible 100 percent 100 percent so what does that so bring us? that brings us to team of the week right is that where we're going i don't remember i don't even remember what i played yes i do yeah you do yes i do so uh longtime viewers of the channel are very very familiar with with slacking uh he's been a longtime member of our discord he's one of my my very good friends in real life and he is also one of the craziest team builders i have ever met in my life yeah i think (laughs) and man when he hits he hits hard and you know there's there's been multiple times where he's just like hey what do you think of this i'm just like what do you what are you doing buddy like what what is what going are you on doing? here um it's it's funny because i think it took a real long time for him to get another team on here he had one of the first teams we've ever had for life i think he was i think he was number two <laughs> he was the like skill swap intimidate team from forever ago yeah and it was sick i loved it and uh then he, you know, real life caught up with him. He was working a lot and just, like, was not able really to uh, play Sword and Shield like he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then during, like, leak season, he's like, hey, what do you think of this? What do you think is going on? How do you feel about this? I'm just like, look, dude, we don't have solid details about anything yet. Let's just back off for half a second. And uh, he he hasn't been around here the last couple weeks, but I'm hoping... Uh, with me doing this, he, he sees it and comes back because dude, his, his stuff is great. Yeah. Um, he, he has, he, he is the, uh, first, the first literate laddering episode. Oh, is he sick? Sick. And so it's only fitting that he comes back for Scarlet and Violet with this banger of a team. And dude, it's so good. He posted this like a month ago. And I just, we've been so busy playing everything else. And I was looking for stuff to play this week. I'm like, I could, I could, I can dig this. So, uh, we have, uh, just running down the six here, we have Torkoal, Azu, Vivillion, Clodsire, Gallade, and Salamance. Uh, what's very interesting about this is we don't have, like, a Trick Room mode, but we still have Torkoal here. And I think this is something I brought up, um... Like, when once we played the team. Um, because instead of having Trick Room on Gallade like you would normally see, instead we have this super sweet tech of Will-O-Wisp, which was not very relevant. I don't think I clicked it in the video once, but, like, I could also see how it could be useful. Yeah. Um, in hindsight, I think I would rather have Trick Room to complement Torkoal more. Um, normally Gallade sets are double stab moves, Will-O-Wisp and Trick Room. They don't usually carry protect. So, oh, really? See, yeah. I, I've never, I don't think I've ever played with a Will-O-Wisp Gallade. I didn't know it had access to it until I loaded up this team. Will-O-Wisp <laughs> actually is one of the big reasons why it's played, because it is this psychic fighting type, the offensive moves that has a support move in the tar- in the way of Will-O-Wisp and Trick Room. Um, it also gets access to Wide Guard, which is really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. That one I've ran into a couple times. Usually the sets are Trick Room, Wide Guard, Sacred Sword, Psycho Cut. Um, or Will-O-Wisp, Trick Room, Sacred Sword, Psycho Cut. Uh, sometimes they're Terra Dark with Night Slash mm-hmm. as their only I've damaging move. 
Um, that one's really interesting. Uh, but a lot of the time, like, so seeing Protect on here, and when I, like, when I was going through and, like, looking at what's going on with this team when you sent it to me, I was just like, there's, it's easier to list off what's normal about this team than it is to list off what's weird. Because... You know, that's that's actually pretty accurate. There's so much going on here at face value, and then you kind of start digging into what's going actually going on, and there's just a lot more. <laughs> so... Um, something that I definitely mentioned in the video is Claude Sire is a really cool answer into Don Dozo having access to Unaware plus Haze plus Yawn. Um, the downside is, is like, you also just have better Don Dozo answers of Sacred Sword Gallade, uh, Will-O-Wisp it, you have Intimidate for it, you have Sleep Powder, uh, you have Belly Drum Azu, which like, once you put it to sleep, you get a free setup. And, like, you just have Torkoal to Earth Power them. Yeah. Like, everything on this team, in some capacity, is able to deal with Don Dozo. And, like, Claude it never came to a match. Like, I don't think I ever would have really wanted it. Yeah. Unfortunately for Claude it's typing is fine. It's just not that great in the whole stats department. So it kind of feels like a, like a, like a liability when you bring it. Um, it has a lot of things working for it as a Pokemon for singles. Yeah, as a singles and Pokemon, like, this thing is a monster. I will tell you that for free. Uh, yeah. But doubles, it just isn't quite there to where it can live a double up most of the time. Um, Something else that is really interesting is we have this Mirror Herb on Salamence, which with the amount of setup that's in this format is actually kind of interesting. I was about to say, how um, many free Dragon Dances did you get? <laughs> zero dragon dances i i was able i brought it out against an azu and like the turn um i terra steel anticipating them to either play rough me or go for belly drum and i was really hoping they'd belly drum instead they did go for the play rough they connect um i then get my dual wing beat off which then puts them into where they eat their citrus berry and I'm able to KO them. Like I'm able to put them low enough that Belly Drum doesn't attack, doesn't trigger the next turn. It's like there was an instance where I was really, really close to getting a free Belly Drum with Salamence. Yeah. Um, I did get to get a Defiant boost off of Annihilate. <laughs> well, there you go. There's one thing at least. Um, which is actually kind of interesting because I forgot not uh, Annihilate has access to Defiant. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a fun thing. Uh, a lot of people like, have gone to Vital Spirit with Intimidate being so low, and that's another reason why Intimidate's starting to trend back up. They, they like they're over here setting up with like bulk up and everything. I'm just like, all right, cool. I'll switch in Salamence and I'll get a free bulk up here, and then I trigger to fight. And I'm just like, that also just works. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like I had I had Tailwind up at the time, so I'm just like. Alright, well, Dual Wingbeat just KOs this thing, even if they are at plus one. Like, I'm at plus two and I'm a Salamance. Like, this is gonna slap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Torkoal was really cool on this team. Uh, it was able to do just, like, a ton of damage to a ton of different things. And, man, it just, it really, really wants Trick Room. Yeah, the, the team feels like, like, you have Double Tailwind. It feels like you really need that Trick Room. Like you said, you could put it on Gallade. You could also just drop Claude Sire for another for a, for a guaranteed trick room setter. That's I was talking to Jay about it, and that was the conclusion I came to. It's just like drop Claude Sire and play like 
Armor Rouge. Uh, Armor Rouge. Uh... Or Meowskarada or... Like, Meowskarada also does that really interesting thing of, like, you can lead it plus Pavilion, and it's like, what form of speed control am I going for? And, like, you can do that with Glade, too. It's just like, all right, well, instead of, you know, instead of Tailwind plus Attack, instead I'm going to Rage Powder set Trick Room, and, like, suddenly I'm really far ahead because you set Tailwind with your Murkrow. Like, uh, I was thinking you could keep the Haze and just go Gengar. I mean, that's also, act, uh, you know, applicable. Um... Having access, you... I think having access to that haze is still a, a thing you want. It's just you can't really fit like a Murkrow on this team because you have Pavilion and Salamence all wanting mm-hmm. to kind of just be on the field at the same time. Just or like a Tailwind. You could just play like um, like Gothitel. Gothitel gives you fake out pressure, so you can like reasonably set your tailwinds. Uh, it gives you access to Trick Room. It gives you like Shadow Tag, so like you're able to just like annoy the heck out of your opponent. Then you could play Parish Azumarill. Mm-hmm. But man, Belly Drum was very good every time. And I, I clicked it multiple times. Oh yeah, I bet. I think I think every game I brought Azumarill, I got Belly Drum up. And like it was good every time. Yeah. Uh Vivillion also did work. I think I brought Azumarill and Vivillion to almost every game. In fact, I I think I did bring them to every game, and then like it was either like Gallade, Torkoal, or Salamence in like the remaining two slots. Hmm. Like Gallade slaps really freaking hard. Uh, Torkoal, if left unchecked, does a ton of damage, and Salamence like I think you could reasonably drop Tailwind and play Dragon Dance and like just have another setup mon. Um, but, like, also, like, I tr- I clicked Tailwind with Salamence a couple different times, and it was good every time. Because people don't anticipate it. Yeah, that, that's one of the cool things about, like, the Hydreigon, too, is Hydreigon mm-hmm. is another one of those dragon types that gets Tailwind now. And that catches a lot of people off guard, too. And so it'll, For sure. it'll be interesting to see if this kind of, like, Salamence with Intimidate and Tailwind kind of picks up in usage. For sure, for sure. Yeah, this seems definitely really fun. Uh, if you're looking for something off the wall and wacky, this is it. Go yep. play it. It's it's sick. And please tell me that I'm wrong about Claude Sire in the comments. Yep. So, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, you'll notice there's no Mystery Mon this week. Um, yeah, um, after after talking it over with, with Carl, um, I think we're just going to move to having it on uh, the various short space platforms. Um, it shortens up the, the podcast episode a little bit and like the numbers for the shorts have been, well, the YouTube shorts have been hit all mess. over the wall. It, like, and just, I don't normal YouTube shorts though. The algorithm's a mess, <laughs> but like TikTok has been absolutely absurd. Um, I'm actually going to pull it up right now and see, see how this week's is done. But yeah, so if you want to follow along with uh, Mystery Mon, um, definitely go check out the TikTok. Uh, I believe we're Little Root Lessons on TikTok. Yep. And then we'll also be posting them on YouTube on the same day on under the Shorts tab. Um, you can always find it there. See, we, are, we are very close to hitting 10,000 plays on one of our videos on, on TikTok. TikTok. Nice. That's nice. That's always good. To, that's always a good feeling. 
Uh, we're at we we are officially over a hundred followers on TikTok as well. Hooray! Uh, we almost so made like, it to five hundred subs on YouTube before the new year. We were very close. D- dude, we really are. Uh, I I was joking with you beforehand. It's just like I'm gonna just go win Knoxville, and then we're gonna hit you know sub. Yeah, like we're gonna get we're YouTube gonna get, partner we're gonna get or whatever attention. it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's that's all it takes is I had to go win and then ta da we're good. Yeah, just go win. It'll be fine. Yep. So yeah, uh, go follow us on TikTok. That's where you can continue up with all the uh, the shorts content and guess that mystery bond. So if you really enjoyed it, by all means, please please go show those accounts some loves. I feel like we should at least acknowledge um, the mystery bond, the last one we covered. Uh. That way, people yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. people at least have who only followed on the podcast at least have some uh, closure there. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. So I don't remember what the hints were, but I I did know what it was before you had said the hints, and I figured it out. So I'm very proud of that. Uh, I, I don't know I'm, what happened to my sticky notes. I don't know. I have a sticky note. We'll talk about that here in a second, though. There we go. Yeah, so uh, last week's we had, uh, this is the only fully evolved Pokemon with this typing. It has nine resistances and one immunity, and it has two moves of the same type that raise or lower its speed. Um, so the the thing about this is the last one kind of gives it away, in my opinion. Uh, it's especially hard. If you it's, like, it's actually harder than you think. It, it is, but like obviously this is coming from the guy who's like, I know the answer. Yeah. Um, like, so I, I think that last one is very obvious, but... I will tell you what helped me figure it out. It's the nine resistances and one immunity. The nine resistances well, uh, <laughs> immediately is just like, it has to be a steel type. Here's here's the thing. Um, TikTok doesn't know what immunities are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I When you sent me the screenshot of the Hisuian Zoroark rabbit hole, I'm like, we're officially on TikTok now. It's so obnoxious, man. And like, <laughs> dude, the number of people are like, oh, it's Empoleon. Just like, no, it's it's not. Empoleon's, Empoleon's not, not legal. <laughs> like, oh, that means it's Smeargle, right? I'm like, when did Smeargle get nine immunity? Like, nine resistances? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm looking for the Zorark answers. Like, just because Hisuian it's Zorark. so... There were so many Hisuian Zorark guesses, which... It is like a cool Pokemon. It doesn't match the criteria because it has uh, a bunch of immunities, but yeah. So it has, according to TikTok, it has two immunities, and it's like, no, that's not right. Like, uh, and so then there's this comment that says it has one immunity and it's only dark. Fighting and ghosts do no damage to it. It's like, but <laughs> what? What is an immunity? <laughs> And why is Dark now one of them? That's what it is. <laughs> it's like, first off, it has three, and it's not Dark. It's weak to Dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, to, to shorten this up, the answer is Reverum. It is. Correct. And I, I, it took me a minute to figure out that Reverum was the Pokemon that we were talking about. The uh, the moves that raise or lower its speed would be uh, Shift Gear and Spin mm-hmm. Out. Correct. Correct. Also, it is the only steel poison type, so that makes it kind of easy to narrow down. 
Yeah, there's, that, there's that a couple the, people. Like I said, when I said it's like it has to be a steel type, that's when I figured it out. I was like, oh, it has to be like something that we haven't seen before. It has to be like Reverend. There's there's a lot of people who's like, it's Tinka Ton. It's like, no, it's not. Um, like, guys, do you know how many fairy steel types there are? So I, I, I even commented on one. I'm just like, it, there's multiple steel fairy types. And they're like, yeah, but are they fully evolved? Yes. Klefki. <laughs> I, I didn't even say Klefki. I'm just like, there's Mawile and Zacian. Yes. Oh, I meant like in the game, Klefki's the one that comes to mind. <laughs> I completely forgot about Klefki. Yeah, Klefki, the original Steel Fairy type. It's not! <laughs> Mawile existed for three generations, sir. Mawile wasn't a fairy type before that game. <laughs> Correct, but that's besides the point. Klefki was Steel Fairy. As and then Mawile got fairy added. When they uh, made the type. So yeah, go uh go show TikTok some love. Yep. Yeah, it's been it's been really good for us. Yep. Yeah, I I, and, I uh, it's been the guests the of Mystery Monsters have been fun, but it gives you time to like come up with them. And Yeah, for sure. They'll be. I believe we're. We decided we're just going to upload them on Fridays from now on. Yep. Like the laddering's the same day, but it, it doesn't matter. Like yeah, for, shor I, the shorts algorithm and the YouTube algorithm are completely different algorithms. <laughs> they are yep. completely separate from each other. It does not matter when they get uploaded. Um, yep. You also did another thing uh, while we were a uh, part of it while we were recording. Yes, I got the it's email not... notification. <laughs> it's not finalized, but it's really, really close to being done. Um, so hopefully sometime this week it will be officially official live. But um, we have a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's something that I've kind of wanted to do for a while. And uh, I finally said, screw it, I'm going to make one. <laughs> so... Um, Currently, we have three tiers. Um, you have your your lowest tier, which is going to give you a Discord role. It's like cool, plus you know, connect your accounts. It does its thing. Cool, cool, cool. Um, then there will be the next tier up, which will put you in the credits of the like video, the podcast video. It would be scrolling and then, right now as we're talking. And then there is the uh, next tier up, which is going to be your, like, vocal shout-outs on the podcast. I, I will read those out and plug those at the end of the, the episode and everything. So, um, I'm really hoping that three-fourths of the episode moving forward is me reading names. So, <laughs> <laughs> if, if the podcast becomes three hours long and two of that is me reading names, I'm happy. Yeah, I was about to say, we will we be very happy. <laughs> so, because that probably means I'm not working anymore. <laughs> um, I know, I'm not sure what we'll do with the Patreon money yet. We'll probably just put it back into the podcast for a little while. It's going to sit there until we need to pay for something. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe like use you... it for the invitational, maybe save it for something. Who knows? So yeah, um, once once I get all of that actually nailed down and everything, uh, I will post about it. And yeah, so go check us out on Patreon. We're Little Root Lessons. Yeah. 
And, you know, if you want to give us money, that's another way you can do so. Yep. Anchor support is turned off anyway, because it's just not worth leaving it on. They want us to do Anchor subs. I'm just like, no, I'm not acting like that. I didn't know that was even a thing. Also, Discord subs are a thing? Yeah, I don't know what that is either. <laughs> I don't I don't either, but if you want to give us more money, I think that's okay. I don't okay. know if that's how I, that I, works. I, <laughs> I don't think that's how I, that works. But. I'm not plugging it because I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, definitely just go check out the Patreon. <laughs> um, the last piece of business here before we end everything is... We have the winners selected for the uh, $20 eShop cards. Um, Yano Can, San Tacos, and Kamikaze Kid. You know who you are. Reach out to me. DM. If you weren't paying attention here, uh, I'll have it posted in the Discord too. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And that is the end of 148. Cool. Bye, guys. <laughs> no, do the thing. Alright, fine. Uh, thank you all so much for watching. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening over on YouTube, if you're listening on any of the audio platforms, make sure you, you know, subscribe. It, it really does help us out. And uh, leave us a five-star review. And if you're over on Apple, you know, if you want to write us a review, I'll eventually read them when I get some. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's that simple. Just leave us a review and I'll read it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you do you want me to say your your silly little name on the podcast? Because I will, but <laughs> you have to. Do I can't until first. people do things. Um, <laughs> uh, where am I at? What am I doing? Uh, Twitter. Yes, <laughs> you can check us out on Twitter uh, at LR Lessons. Myself at Mister Missouri Twenty Five. Carl's at Musical VGC. You can check us out on Twitch as well. I'm at Mister Missouri Twenty Five. Carl's at Musical. And you can always, you know, come hang out with us on the amazing community Discord. Uh, that link is, as always, down in the show notes of the video. Uh, check us out on the website, lrlessons.com. Check out the merch page while you're there. Go and, uh, you know, pick up a sweet, sweet t-shirt or some some uh, coffee mugs. We got all kinds of stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, if you are interested in supporting us but aren't able to or don't want to pick up merch, because I get it, it's expensive. Go check out the Patreon. Uh, um, yeah, go check out Patreon. It'll be up eventually, I promise. Yep. Because <laughs> now that Anchor support is turned off, we definitely are going to be working on doing that. Yeah. I promise. It, it essentially forces Carter to do stuff. This is fine. This works out for me. Because I still put the AdSense in and it's fine. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> there's there's a couple other things that I'm working on in the background that I just need to sit down and record and get them put in, too. Yeah. Uh, but I'm lazy and haven't really had time to. Yeah. We'll get there eventually. But, yeah, for sure. But I think that's it. I think we're out of here. Yep. Sounds about it. So, all right. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a fantastic week. Peace. <laughs>